Just a quick word before we get to the interview. If you or someone you know is looking for an MFA program with funding, small class sizes, and a community-based learning component, give us some thought. Follow the address in the show notes to learn all about the MFA at SIUE. And now, on to the interview with the program's director, Professor Jeff Schmidt. Welcome back to Riders in the World. This is Grant Deem, and with me today is a very special guest, director of the Creative Writing Program at Southern Illinois University Edwardsville, Professor Jeff Schmidt. Professor Schmidt has written two works of fiction, Write Your Heart Out, Advice from the Moonwinks Motel, published by Small Mouth Press, and Out of Time, which was published by the University of North Texas Press. Jeff is the recipient of an Illinois Arts Council Literary Award and has been nominated six times for the Pushcart Prize. Professor, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. It is my pleasure. You are my Terry Gross. <laughs> That's a huge compliment. Um, <laughs> well, uh, our interview is going to be a little bit more focused on the, the founding of the program, initial thoughts around uh, starting an MFA program here at SIUE. So I guess we can just start there. Um, what were some of the uh, initial decisions around founding a program? Why, why an MFA? Uh, I mean, there were... Hold on, I have to, I have to rally my uh, excited, uh, charming voice, <laughs> not my academic drone. Um, there were, I mean, there were a lot of reasons that we did that. Um, uh, we, we came to a point where we were... Um, when I first got here, there was just one creative writing course as an elective for literature students uh, at the graduate level. Uh, so when we developed the MA, we were really felt like we were creating something that addressed a real need in the community, in the area, and it did. Um, but as time wore on, we became increasingly sort of uncomfortable, I think, with the idea that uh, it was great that students were getting so much time uh, to focus on their writing, but we were a little bit uncomfortable with the lack of degree options, and a lot of our students were starting to go into debt for a degree that didn't offer them tons of career options. Uh, so we were really thinking about the ethics of that, um, and um, we were thinking a lot about the program and uh, ways that we could uh, improve the curriculum, uh, and it seemed to us like a terminal degree uh, offered a lot of options that we couldn't offer in the MA, and uh, it seemed like a more ethical degree in some ways, but, but we also didn't want to... We were also thinking hard about um, not just offering another MFA that... Um, focused on preparing students for publication on an academic track because there are so many MFAs out there that are extremely well established um, and uh, we didn't want to mm, perpetuate that kind of a mm, system in a way so we wanted to create an MFA that had more um, flexibility and like more options um, and we so we we decided to build the writer in the world into the MFA, and I, I remember, and I think this was 2014. Um, we, we uh, Josh Crea and Valerie Vogren and I. I don't think Allison Funk was there, but um, she was in the loop right away. We we sat down in Valerie's house, 
it was this really pretty spring day and we were in this really great living room of hers and I remember looking out at the front lawn uh, it was it was really green and flooded with sunshine and Valerie was talking about um, an MFA that had a real uh, service learning component and uh, how excited we all got all of a sudden like we could see the possibilities of that it's not like we were inventing that kind of a curriculum um, but providing but there aren't there weren't then that many programs that were offering um, uh, community-based learning projects as the heart of their program. And I think that the writer in the world sequence that we've got is the heart of this program. So it was nice to think about something that um, uh, could provide our students not just with the really rigorous workshop experience and not just the experience working with publications like Southwester, but to also provide students with the experience in, um, you know, uh, community-based learning, coming up with their own writing projects, and just thinking about the ways that those service opportunities would alter their writing, you know, or thinking about the ethical obligations of the artist, or thinking about that relationship between community and artist, thinking about what a workshop community really should be or could be. Uh, thinking about a writing program that wasn't just sort of isolated in a wing of Peck Hall, but was sort of much more involved in a lot of different communities. Uh, that, that, that seemed really kind of um, beautiful to us in some ways, and, and really exciting in the ways that it made us think about what it meant to be a writer, what it meant to be an artist. So. Yeah, no, I, I, that's a, just a great story. Um, just thinking back to that that afternoon and how this this class this this part of the MFA here was really um, I don't know sort of the motivator or the the spark that sort of pushed the idea forward. Um, I just think that's that's really nice. Um, and I know we do writer in the world in our second year. Yeah. Uh, here at the program. And so my next question had to deal with sort of just like the scope and the sequence, just for any of our listeners out there who are potential applicants. Um, why do you think the second year is a, is a good time maybe to do Writer in the World? Or um, maybe could you just, just describe the, the sequence of courses for a first, second, third year MFA student or just any, any thinking around? Yeah, totally. Maybe. Just thinking about that sequence. Um, we wanted students to be really focused on workshop and um, literature in the first year and kind of getting their feet under them. And a lot of our students have teaching assistantships and that can be sometimes, especially if it's the first time that they've taught, it's a real time uh, and energy commitment. So we kind of wanted students to like have a year when they settled in and had some rigorous workshops and thought a lot about their own writing um, and focused a lot on their own reading and just got kind of grounded. Uh, and then we, we, we decided to put the writer in the world sequence in the second year um, because uh, we thought that once they had that grounding, then while they were also in workshop and also taking electives and lit, they could also be expanding sort of their sense of themselves as writers uh, beyond the classroom. Um, and then most importantly, that could have happened in the third year, but we kind of wanted that experience to be uh, completed or at least begun in the second year um, so that students then, when they went into thinking hard about their thesis in the third year, 
right, could really have that experience sort of processed. Um, and we were curious to see how that experience would shape or alter their writing as they went into a third year where the thesis is the goal instead of um, something more finite like the workshop, in a way. Um, so that was that. And the, the Writer in the World sequence itself is two courses well, in the perspective students. Uh, in the fall, we do a lot of theory, and we read this great book by Terry Ann Thaxton, um, who is kind of a pioneer in the field of uh, community-based learning. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's a terrific book, and... Um, I, uh, I, heard, I heard her talk just uh, at the last AWP that I was at in Portland, um, and she said that she created that textbook in a way because uh, there was just nothing out there. Like, she'd been doing it for a long time, and she kept looking for resources, and there were sort of scattered essays and articles, but there wasn't a really one book that sort of um, codified a lot of her thinking um, and theory about CBL, community-based learning. So that's the fall, and then the spring is a practicum, as you know, yes. and uh, students go out and, um, and sort of um, deliver a project that they've developed in the fall. So you're gearing up for the, you're, exactly. you're working with the second graders. Yeah, no, um, yeah, we are in sort of the midst of implementing our projects right now, and I'm hoping that we're recording this at the end of January, and I'm hoping... Um, maybe some later episodes in the spring could somehow have a focus uh, around projects um, just because it is it's 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 what drew me here I mean if I'm being yeah. honest you know and I know you mentioned that this isn't the first MFA program to have that that component to it but it it, it was the only one I came across and I, I mean maybe I wasn't casting wide enough a net but this was um, definitely for me personally this was a, a very unique um, component to the program here and uh, just as part of that that class for Writer in the World in the fall semester, we were able to put on um, a reading here in town, and that was part of the class, and uh, it was very much appropriate, and it was just it was just really nice um, to see these other ways that you could make, you know, a writing life or still incorporate writing in your life that isn't the traditional uh, publication route. Uh, yeah. And so that's just been a, a great feature for us here. Um, yeah, I mean, that that was exciting to watch, actually, because you all just sort of took that on as your own project. I mean, I, I put you in touch with somebody, but you all ran with it. And and you had that great idea, too, of incorporating stu the reading that students put on in the fall um, uh, was a, a sort of a joint reading with students from Carbondale. And students from Carbondale have been doing this a lot. But then you also... Uh, reached out to students at UMSL, uh, another good MFA program in the area, and uh, and uh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> and uh, no, they're terrific. And uh, you can edit that out later. <laughs> you know that moment when you said you can feel free to ask me to edit something out. I, <laughs> uh, no starting from I shouldn't have said that. Um, no problem. That's easy. No, you incorporated, um, you, you got students from UMSL involved, and it was terrific, and there was this amazing crowd, and you all organized it, and you all put the flyers out, and you got in touch with um, the gallery, and um, I mean, it was beautiful to watch. You all just really ran with it. That, that to us, to me, that was like what the writer in the world should start to look like. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was just nice to have that, that built-in time in, in our 
coursework in the actual schedule as the student to to plan that and to have a conversation around it and to delegate these ro different roles we had and, and putting it together and it was yeah i mean that is a highlight of uh the t of the, my time here so far absolutely cool. oh cool um, so yeah uh i guess we can keep we can keep moving and okay it's hard to i mean you mentioned a, a number of really nice features of our program uh, we focused a lot about writer in the world um but i'm but i'm wondering if is there any other aspect to the program you feel that is sort of unique maybe not on the same level as as writer in the world but anything having to deal with um the great faculty we have here or um, yeah. class size or um i mean i know a lot of the, my fellow classmates uh other people in the workshop they've They've sort of consistently gone back to the, the variety in courses for electives. They they've liked the flexibility around that. So anything that you would add on to that? Mm, I mean, that's all you all you said yeah. all of it. I mean, the class sizes are small. It's nice. Um, the faculty is amazing. Um, Valerie has a, a book coming out really soon uh, that I know um, is going to be amazing. And um, Tiana Clark and. Josh Crea are uh, exceptional poets, and those you would expect to find. I mean, I think one thing that I really like about our program is that our faculty is really devoted to teaching, mm -hmm. right? So we're all working writers, and that part of our lives is important. But um, I think we're all we're all really committed to being teachers. We think about teaching and talk about teaching in our curriculum and our pedagogy all the time. And we have this kind of shared, um, uh, you know, like when you, I, I was a waitron for a lot of years and you know how, like when you cross weight, you know, like, uh, where everybody picks up everybody else's tables, mm -hmm. um, a waitron. <laughs> um, I feel like in a faculty, in a weird way, the faculty, we, we do all sort of cross teach in a way, or we're very committed to the idea that we don't just go into our own little silos to teach our own way. We really share our experiences in the classroom and workshop, and um, we come together. We all four review applicants, whatever the genre is. We all four decide, uh, make those decisions together. I think that's really, uh, from in my experience, it's a little bit unusual, um, but I but I really love it. I mean, it's really, it's great. It's hard, you know. Sometimes the easy thing would be to go into your office and just do your own thing. Um, but it's so rewarding when you see things start to come together and you feel that sort of shared commitment to a lot of, a lot of interesting goals. I, I, what I like about the MFA itself is um, that it's really flexible. So students, uh, we have a we have electives that allow students to kind of focus or concentrate on what their interests are. We didn't think that everybody that was in the program would want to try to go into academia. Um, um, so the service-based learning stuff is out there, um, and people can get a lot of skills in communities and organizations um, and work in not-for-profits and a lot of other things, arts administration. But we also have this uh, sequence of courses that students can take where they will work with Southwester. Um, so students that are interested in editing and publishing mm -hmm. can kind of focus on that. Students that are interested in academia, we have electives that would allow them to focus on pedagogy and teaching creative writing. Um, and uh, in addition to the really 
core workshop requirement. Um, I, I like that those electives can allow students to sort of mm, focus on or try a lot of different things um, before they focus on something that really is meaningful to them, you know, in some ways. So it's nice to be able to provide lots of different opportunities for students. And I think they all feed each other. Yeah. No, and we appreciate it. I mean, <laughs> I guess I can't speak for everyone, but I know, I know I appreciate it. Well, and, good uh, deal. Yeah, yeah. And, no, that's, that's, um, I mean, we all sort of win, I feel like, it, with, when, you know, going back to what you said about sort of the, the teamwork that's that's gone that's gone on between you four and the sharing of pedagogy and um, yeah just discussing you know students student work and I feel like um, it shows when we when we go from you know one professor you in the fall for workshop to Valerie uh -huh. in the spring and just that 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 change that just um, just different styles right and yeah we, um, and we benefit from that cool um, Okay, so turning more, I, I guess this next question is more, um, doesn't have to be personal, I guess it could still be a collective response, but <laughs> I'm wondering, um, from that conversation in 2014 in Valerie's living room, um, when this sort of, uh, this idea hatched, or at least it grew, till now, um, have there been any big lessons, or um, have you looked back over the last, geez, six-ish years now, five to six years, and... and you feel like um, something has stood out as a, it was a very rewarding moment or um, uh, symbolic of some type of uh, lesson learned, either as it applies to teaching of writing or um, your own aesthetic in, in writing or, uh, I don't know, how you work with, with the others on in the faculty or... Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, it's been a long journey, and it was a lot of paperwork and a lot of years of revising the paperwork, mm. all the way up to the Illinois Board of Higher Education, who were wow. terrific. I had this picture of them as sort of like the 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 empire, you know, like yeah. monolithic and mm -hmm. and forbidding. But uh, that was great, and and the administration was helpful all the way up the ladder. But it took a long time. And we had yeah. some um, we had some setbacks. Uh, it took us a little while to get the core faculty together, um, and uh, but it, it's been great. And you were our first, very first student. You kind of got pre-admitted. You're <laughs> like, right. you're the guinea pig, and look, you're still smiling. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's hard not to. I mean, but uh, yeah, really, I'm doing this. You know, I get to do this right now is is sort of part of my part of my time here. I mean, I feel I feel very lucky. I'm you know. Not saying that tongue-in-cheek or something, like, I am very much uh, happy. No, I, I would say, like, there's two things I think about when, I, when, when, you, when you ask me that question. One of them is sort of like this opportunity not to direct but to facilitate. Mm -hmm. So when you can, like, create opportunities with people and then uh, it sometimes is difficult, uh, especially if you're a control freak, uh, to just step back and let people run with those opportunities. But it's the best thing to do. I mean, it's amazing to, that to me has been, this This is only, a, you are our pre-admit kind of, and then there was a first cohort, which you're still like going through coursework mm -hmm. with a writer in the world with. Um, and then this year is just the second uh, smaller cohort. Um, so we're really only in year two uh, mm -hmm. of the program. 
and uh, it's exhilarating and it's scary. You know, you don't realize how precarious sometimes uh, a new program can be and how close to the uh, how close to being the the line between viable and non-viable sometimes mm. is super thin. Um, so uh, so it's a little scary sometimes, yeah. but it's also this year watching you do what you have done with the um, with the TA position that you've got as the assistant to the program has been amazing. And watching you develop the writer in the world uh, stuff and just running with it and doing it yourself and figuring out the technology has been super cool. I, I, I'm not just saying that because we're, we've got a mic in between us uh, and I, maybe I don't tell you this enough, but um, it's been really uh, rewarding, right? To be able to sit on this side of the desk and, and watch you do all the things that you've done uh, with the social media platform, all the stuff behind the scenes, it's really amazing. And then, uh, you know, in a way, the seeing what's been happening with the writer in the world this year, like we didn't know how it would go. This is the first year that we've done it and uh, we had a lot to learn and we're trying out a lot of things and we weren't sure how they would work. But watching something like that reading come about, watching um, one of our students, Sydney, uh, is uh, working with the um, Science Center, uh, doing this great writing project in the Science Center, as well as teaching a class at the Collinsville Library. Yeah. Myra's doing that class at the Edwardsville Library. Um, Chris is setting up her her own terrific workshop um, with queer black women in the St. Louis and Metro East area. I mean, and everybody's like taking their own initiative. You know, I, I, I feel like that's really, it's super exciting to see everybody like um, doing things you know uh, that are are asking them to stretch and grow and to reflect on how that's going to shape their own writing or their right. own lives it's really it's gratifying and it's very exciting for me um, uh, uh, so I, I think that's a that's terrific I, I haven't been writing very much uh, lately in the last year um, and in part it's because it's sort of difficult to do all the teaching and, and the MFA stuff and get that um, headspace, mm -hmm. sort of, to yeah. write really long form. But I, I decided that this year especially, because um, we have, um, w this year especially with the writer in the world, I kind of wanted to do my own model of community-based learning um, and service learning and I kind of wanted to step into a service role for a year and not write and just do service that was writing related. Some of that's part of my job, you know, uh, but some of it is not. And um, so getting more active in um, the community and doing some more service and teaching about community-based learning, uh, I don't know what's going to happen to my writing on the other side of that. Um, but I feel a different kind of energy when I think about writing. Mm -hmm. And it's given me a lot of space to just reflect about, it's an interesting time to be a writer. And um, uh, uh, I think a lot about some of our workshop issues of community, right. appropriation, what is the role of the artist, mm -hmm. um, what are those obligations, just because you can do something, should you do yeah. something. Um, and, um, like even thinking about American Dirt 
um, recently and uh, the conversation conversation that's you know evolving around that it's a nice example of some of the stuff that we've been talking about in workshop and taking this year to also do service and service learning for me um, has really made me rethink a lot of those issues or think more deeply about them so uh, personally that's just been really rewarding there's a yeah. tiny part of me that's worried that I'm not going to be writing anytime soon uh, but I've felt that way before and uh, you know those dry spells that you sometimes go through sure but the writing always comes back sooner or later yeah. I feel like I'm changing in some ways as a person just teaching and being involved in the program so I'm yeah. kind of curious to see what happens next yeah well I'm excited for you I know you're involved with an organization here on campus or at least you've done some projects with um uh, the sustainability um, organization yeah, my, came and talked to us. My so. wife, Lisa, is really involved in that office. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Connie Fry Spierlock, Spierlock is, is doing amazing work in the, at the university. So um, I'm much more aware of it because, in a way because of Lisa. Mm -hmm. um, but I've had a chance to do just a little bit. Um, and uh, it's been interesting, really. And thinking about the ways that writing can be a part of community projects or how it can be or if it needs to be is really interesting. So Yeah. Yeah, and I know you didn't say anything like this per se, but I feel like when you are a writer in the world, you know, that, that sharpens some, some of your writing skills, I feel, personally. I feel, like, or at least it can. There's an opportunity there to, um, to reconnect. Um, because writing's very isolating at times and solitary and you know it doesn't have to be but uh for a lot of people I think it is and if that if you know, you're you're too heavy-handed in that you're not sort of out there in the world maybe interacting and um yeah, yeah and that's maybe a whole nother conversation but yeah well yeah just thinking about what it means to be quote unquote like in the world mm -hmm. you know um is 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 something that's worth thinking about um and um for me, it's sort of like just always, whether you are writing in isolation or whether you're very aware of a community of writers that you belong to, it's all about sort of like keeping your antenna up, you know, mm -hmm. and the more things that you can do to make yourself alert and um, uh, are, the more that you can do to be alert as a writer, right, or to always be thinking of yourself as writer a little mm -hmm. bit, um, the I think the better your writing becomes. So even if you are sitting in an office, you know, every day writing, uh, your brain isn't there, you know. I don't know. I don't know about that. We can... You yeah, can... no, I didn't, I didn't mean to take it into any type of direction, but it just made me think that it, it is great that part of the program, or, or a push, or at least the goal, is trying to instill... Um, yeah, this writing life, just how are you going to incorporate it maybe or bring it to a community? How does it fit into a community? Or at least mulling over those questions as you sort of work on your craft, I think is just important and yeah, um, helpful. I mean, we, we talk a lot about craft, um, and we talk a fair bit about process, but I'm not sure that we talk enough about... I, I like the fact that we can talk more about ethics and mm -hmm. aesthetics, too, you know, um, and I think that the writer in the world kind of allow opens the door for a lot of those considerations, and yeah. it's made us more thoughtful as workshop leaders uh, too. Um, 
So uh, for me, that's been rewarding as well. Well, before we go, I'm sure you're, <laughs> I'm sure you're busy. Uh, courses oh, yeah, to teach. so busy. Yes, yes. <laughs> So all busy. that new writing to so get busy to. administrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all it's that fine. writing I've been putting off. <laughs> get out of here. I need to write. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Yeah, I'm sure it's more work than I could ever imagine that. The administrative end of it. <laughs> just getting this whole thing rolling had to have been just such an undertaking. But um, I do want to, what I always do just sort oh, of yeah. as a closing is um, sort of offer each person a chance to sort of plug something or say uh share any bit of good news or anything that's coming up either that has to do with the with the program writing in general um is there anything that you'd want to mention that we haven't already uh well valerie's reading is coming up february 27th at 4 30 i believe um and i would plug that in uh, maybe in the spirit of uh, like community-based learning, I'll just plug other people's things. Uh, I think Valerie and Josh are putting together a really terrific issue of Southwestern right now, uh, which is amazing. I wish more people read Southwestern. It's one of the oldest print journals in uh, America, and um, what they've been doing with it uh, over the last five to five years at least is is terrific that that magazine is incredible and they both have really impeccable tastes so uh it would totally plug that and um i don't know it's funny like as we were talking about the history of the mfa i was thinking about i've been here since 2001 i was thinking about all the writers that have mm. been here um when i first got here i, I was hired by lloyd crop and uh, allison funk uh i um uh, and they were terrific, uh, terrific writers. Um, and Eugene B. Redmond was here forever and is still on campus a lot and very active um, um, with the Eugene B. Writer, Eugene B. Redmond Writers Group. Um, and uh, he's still the Poet Laureate of East St. Louis, and he's amazing. He has so much energy still. He's so vibrant. Um, and but great writers have been here. You know, the we've been I've been lucky to work with Ruth Allen Coker is an amazing poet. She was here for a couple of years when I first started, and uh, Stacy Lynn Brown and uh, Adrian Matika were both mm -hmm. here. And um, I just feel like the MFA that's here now is just kind of a continuation or like a long, uh, slow build from things that they all started um, and. It's easy to forget uh, how many people walked through these halls, you know, teaching and 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 making a difference for writers. It was really for me. That's really uh, I like being mindful of that, you know, uh, and not getting too focused on what's right in front of me, you know, yeah. thinking about how it's a continuation of stuff. And we have great writers here too, like. Uh, I don't know if you talked to Jeff Scoblo yet. Yes, we oh. uh, we sat down for an interview. Um, it was it was right at the beginning of December, but yeah, he was able to okay. carve out some time. Yeah, that. okay. Uh, yeah, he just he just finished up here. John Savoy is a, is a literature professor who's a great poet. Anusha Ramaswamy is this amazing uh, translator uh, and writer. Uh, Nikki Schmidt is uh, an excellent fiction writer. Uh, we have 
uh, instructors working, teaching undergrads too, Dan Ising and Adam Cleary and mm -hmm. Lauren Gerber. They're all really terrific writers. It, I like the fact that the MFA program isn't just this isolated thing over yeah. here, or, although it is sometimes, um, but that um, it really is sort of a community of writers in the English department, mm -hmm. um, and it's a program that's very much at home in the department. I think, for me, like that's the thing that I would... I just want to plug them like they're all still writing they're teaching but they are writers in the world you know and that that's a pretty amazing thing too oh that's cool yeah no that's um that's a really nice sentiment and it's it's observable I mean we do uh, we're sitting right now in your office here in the in the, in <laughs> the English wing days. of this floor and yeah you yeah. just uh, there is um there is a sense of community um right here in this wing and yeah you can hear it you hear it when the doors open from the office people talking sharing ideas yeah. and it, it is really nice yeah um, professor ramsey right next door i mean he's taught me as much about writing as anybody has uh just thinking about the community projects that he's done and the writing projects that we've done together and um and dr Callie across yeah. the hall too I, yeah it's pretty cool you've given me um quite a few leads uh, for potential interviews in the future. So oh, there you to, go, yeah. We need to reach out, or reach out again. We'll, I, we'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, actually, I, now that I think about it, there's some people I think you should talk to right away. Well, and you mentioned sort of this, this is a continue, continuation sort of of a, of a pretty rich history and a long yeah. line of uh, successful or accomplished, talented writers that have come through here. and. Um, Thank you for letting me sort of be a part oh, of thanks for that. Let, thanks for continue. interviewing me. It's, it's been yeah. a pleasure. Yeah, You're you. so good at this, by the way. I don't know if you <laughs> if you know that. Uh, I have I have very good guests. That's what, uh, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> well, that's the they, perfect host answer. They give me a lot to latch on to. So thank you very much. Thank you. And that's our show. We'll start the sequence all over again next week with Journey to SIUE. I interview fellow graduate student and full-time high school teacher Matt Sotman about what brought him to the program and what he's enjoyed about it so far. The interview will serve as the last new Journey to SIUE episode, so be sure to tune in. Until then... <laughs>